Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense. Brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable 10-step process. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategies studio in Washington, D.C. Our host today is John Asher, CEO and founder of Asher Strategies, and the title of the show is Bringing Sales Success to Distribution Sales Team. John's guest is Andrew Chisholm, CEO and founder of Our Gumption. Mr. Chisholm is an accomplished sales and marketing executive with over 35 years of experience in healthcare and medical diagnostics, and advises these and other industries on business strategies. Topics covered during the program will include consideration of distribution partners versus selling direct. John, over to you. Thank you, Dave, and great to have Andrew as a guest. I've known Andrew for quite some time now, and he's one of the primo sales and marketing executives in our country. To start off, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. There's lots of ways to sell. We've got outside salespeople, we've got inside salespeople, we have account managers, of course, who have the relationship, and also uh, upsell and cross-sell. We've got internet sales, and we can also sell through other channels. Of course, an example would be through distribution, and of course, through manufacturer's reps. Many companies actually do all of these. When is it most appropriate for uh, companies to sell through distributors, Andrew? Well, John, thanks for the invitation, and really pleased to be a part of, of your call in terms of making decisions on do I sell direct or through distribution. I'm sure if you Googled it, you'd have pages and hours of reading to do. Maybe it's oversimplified, but in terms of deciding on distribution or going direct, one thing's for sure, the end user, the target market of where your product or service is intended to go, how does that particular customer or market like to buy? Do they have a preference today of purchasing through distribution channels or direct through the manufacturer? That in and of itself helps to quickly whittle down decisions on what you may need in your particular situation. Got it. When you're selling through distributors, are they typically, as far as the manufacturer goes, typically called a value-added reseller, or do they just get a straight commission? Well, let me take that last part. Some distributor sales folks are full commission. Others are base and, and commission. There's numerous uh, opportunities in there for, for compensation. But in terms of a key to a strategic partnership, and even for that matter, whether you're selling directly or through distribution, one thing you should, you know, you should always keep in mind is I don't see very little distinction in the criteria of a salesperson in order to successfully represent your product. The training that you would otherwise do, depending on the nature of the sale, it could be a Me Too product, a product that perhaps is extremely technical in nature. If that product requires additional training and such, are you prepared to train your own sales force in that regard? The answer is yes. Are you prepared to translate that or crosswalk it to a distributor organization? And what effort are you willing to put into it in the event it's a technical sale? So when you're assessing distribution, you're going to look at the type of sale that you have, the product you have, the requirements around selling that product, the level of support it's going to require, and what piece of that are you going to own as the manufacturer, and what piece is reasonable to expect the distributor. Now, some distributors take pride in the fact that they do have an expertise level 
in some instances, while others perhaps can serve as an entry into a market where you need to get to, and perhaps they can open up some warm doors for you. So depending on the nature of the product and service, you're going to start having to look at capabilities of the distribution team themselves. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So one, one kind of related question also is, I know you know this, there's a lot of manufacturer rep organizations in uh, our country, and many of them have the, the standard territories. And one nice thing about selling to manufacturers reps is they typically have the relationships in that territory. So they can take your product to the customers they already know and some quick sales. How would you decide if you're a manufacturer whether you ought to go through distribution or go through manufacturers reps or, or both? Maybe even also have your own BD guy there to try to make big sales to bigger companies. How, how, would, you, how would you manage all that? So you're right. There's a decision point here. Does my customer prefer to buy through distribution or direct? And in some cases, are they prepared or willing to do both? Oftentimes, manufacturers will segment markets where there'll be a market served where the decision process is rather quick versus another market that might require committee and budget processes that could push the sales process out months and maybe further. You could have a similar product serving two markets, and you'd have to make a decision in that case to say, distribution may not have the bandwidth nor the desire to have a long sales process. may be better suited for shorter sales processes, not suggesting they don't require a certain level of expertise on that same product, but at least they can help you in some markets where in others it makes sense for your direct sales force to respond to. Does that answer your question? It does, and it, it really leads to another question. So if I'm a manufacturer and I've been around for a while, and I've, I've developed, you know, my marketing folks have developed a pretty darn good e-commerce site, uh, which is typically used for short sale cycle times. And the distributorship is, in, at least as if you segment it that way, is doing the same thing. If I'm a manufacturer, which, which way should I go? My own e-commerce site or distribution or, or both? Considerations, again, around the product and the level of expertise required for it. If it's a click and go, click and ship product, you may not command or necessarily need to devote resources to a sales force to do something that otherwise click and ship. Your distribution decision at that point is, will I require relationships, warm doors, in order to get my product introduced into a particular location or a particular market? Again, understanding how the customer buys here is critically important. People with options to click and ship will oftentimes defer to a relationship that they have with the distributor, even though they can still do it seamlessly or without breaking strides, so to speak, and having to work with a sales rep. The key is really for a manufacturer, if I can shift towards or how to be successful with distributors, should you decide or it makes sense to go through them, is you have to change your frame of mind. If you have a direct sales force, you want to make sure you have all the resources needed and the training uh, done to help that sales force succeed. When you're now asking a third party or distributor sales force, you need to recognize a couple of things. They woke up this morning with goals and expectations that they need to achieve. In working with distribution, it's important that you understand what those goals and strategies are. Can you stitch into those? Can you align with those? And can you contribute to their success? A key is making them look good, helping them prosper, 
and what they're trying to achieve. And it's difficult sometimes. That transition, though, is critically important if you're working with a direct sales force or accustomed to that, to now hand off some of the responsibility to distributors, recognizing that you absolutely need to make sure, because I treat them as a customer as much as I treat the end user as a customer. And there lies a whole other argument, John, about who's the real customer. And that's a whole other session. I can just tell you that anybody that's in the process or impacts the sale of my product and the acceptance of my product, I'm going to treat them like a customer because I want them to have the confidence and the understanding that I'm going to give them a level of support that's better than anyone else. And if you take that in mind, that takes a customer kind of mindset, a customer-focused mindset. Can I give you an example of, of a strategy that really is less a product-related? It's a conversation I had. Can I, can I take a, maybe a, a right turn here? Absolutely. Nothing better than a customer story, Andrew. I really wanted this distributor to work with us. It was always looking at it as, well, we already have a product in your category. So they were viewing our products and our services as a duplication of efforts. That if they started to promote it, they would perhaps send mixed signals to their sales organization or even their customers that, oh, we now have this, it's better than that, when perhaps maybe it isn't. So you're looking for the opportunity in working with the distributor that you've identified can help you get where you need to go, but it has to be in step with where they need to get to in their goals. So my conversation was pretty straightforward, John. The gentleman had a $10 million incremental number to hit year on year. When I learned of that, I did my research and looked at the market served, and I saw that he had an opportunity that I could own that would contribute $2 million to his bottom line. My conversation didn't begin with products, benefits, and features. It became with, I understand the gap is 10 million. I'd like to own 2 million of it. I want to take responsibility for 2 million if you'd let me. Here's my strategy. Here's where you're trying to get to. How does that sound? Change the whole perspective from a me too product to this guy can help me close my gap. Conversations aren't always with distribution, literally about product category and other SKU among 20 or 30,000 that they carry. It could be very much about goals and expectations and how by working with me or working together, we can close a gap that you desperately need. Here's how we can do it. It makes a lot of sense. John, it's time for the wrap up. All right, great. Andrew, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Distribution is such a uh, big subject and also confusing for a lot of manufacturers or other companies selling products uh, that, that want to try to figure out how to get into it. So thanks for the all the clarity you've given us around uh, distribution. Do, do you want to sum up, Andrew, with some final thoughts or maybe how people can contact you? Well, don't take this the wrong way, John. First of all, thank you very much. And uh, clear as a mud hole, perhaps. There is so many aspects to making this decision and effectively driving sales through distribution that we hit the high points where helping others prosper, having a mindset that makes them look good in front of the people that means most to them, and equipping them with the best story possible, one that can be conveyed easily, simply, and and supports those first two points. And and then again, the final point we covered off was understanding how customers want to buy. I'm grateful for the time that you've given me. I can be reached at ourgumption.com. Um, uh, really uh, welcome any conversations around distribution and debate is always fun because it's an interesting area, one that uh, I've been working with for a long time and very excited about. So thank you, John. You are welcome. And I just want to let you know that I love the name of our gumption. Yeah, I know you know this. 
the origins are this from the Scots back in the early 1700s. It was right on the tip of your tongue. But, you know, with gumption, it comes initiative, courage, common sense. And I didn't want to think I cornered the market on that. Hence the reason why it says our gumption. Between both of us, we, we ought to be getting something done, John. But thank you so much. Thanks again, Andrew, for being on the show. Over You're to welcome. you, Dave. Thank you, John and Andrew. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us. From now until the next show, John Asher reminds us to please get out there and sell something. Paul, take it away. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Asher Sales Sense right here in the Funnel Radio Network for at-work listeners like you. 